Welcome to Investors Insight, where today's topic is Farewell Tina. So Trey is going to address what we mean by Tina. Uh, but first, we hope that all the fathers had a great Father's Day weekend. And while the market is closed today in celebration of the Juneteenth holiday, we still wanted to send an update because there's a lot going on in the markets. Uh, so first, we want to first address the big news last week that the Federal Reserve made the big decision to raise rates by three quarters of a percent or 75 basis points which they originally said was off the table at the last meeting. And this is the largest increase in rates by the Fed since 1994. And as you can see in this chart, a 75 basis point hike is quite rare. Looking back to the previous 100 Fed hikes since 1979, this aggressive move is to fight stubbornly high inflation. And also with this aggressive action, we're going to be watching the impact on housing and the inflation numbers very closely in the next few weeks. Uh, we're already seeing some housing numbers cool off. The bottom line is that the Fed has made it very clear they're going to fight inflation and are talking tough. So we'll be watching the policy impact carefully in hopes that the Fed doesn't make a mistake and put the economy into contraction. Bottom line is this. We need supply chains to improve and we need more workers entering the workforce. And hopefully the Fed will avoid a policy mistake that could hurt the economy longer term. Also last week, very interesting here, last week, the market had a negative response to Switzerland's central bank making a surprise move by hiking their rates by 50 basis points. This is news uh, because this is the first rate hike for Switzerland in over 15 years. So central banks around the world are tightening policy uh, while trying to fight inflation. So Trey, the topic, farewell, Tina, explain that. Yeah, absolutely, Bobby. So th this all ties into what you were just talking about and that central banks are raising rates. And the, the silver lining of higher, higher rates is that investors can now expect a return on their money for, for investments outside of stocks. So for the last decade or so, we've been living in what's called the TINA market. It stands for there is no alternative. So if you wanted return on your money, you couldn't go to fixed income or cash because the Federal Reserve and other central banks had kept rates so low that if you wanted to return, you had to go into had to go into equities. So this chart shows the percentage of S and P 500 companies that are that you're yielding more than the 10-year Treasury. And you can see that for the last decade or so, the, the majority of stocks have yielded more. So if you wanted any kind of return or income, you had to go to the stock market, not the bond market. Well, that's dropped now down to 11% thanks to the Fed moves where interest rates have gone up. And so you can now find a way, an alternative to stocks, where you can get a return on your investment. And then companies that pay dividends are being rewarded. Uh, this chart shows, going back to 2015, the relative performance of stocks that pay a dividend versus stocks that do not. And you can see that during 2020 and 2021, when there, you know, post-COVID, there was this risk-on phase and interest rates dropped to zero in the U.S., stocks that you didn't need to return any money to investors to get, it, to get uh, the stock to move higher. That's flipped now, and companies are being rewarded for paying dividends, for paying out money to investors. So it's a different market. We went from a TINA market where there is no alternative, where you had to invest in equity to get any kind of return, to now where you can, thanks to central bank movement, you can start to earn money on your money without taking on unnecessary, potentially, risk. Yeah, and Todd, staying on rates for a little bit here, talk about rates and price today uh, versus history. Yeah, so so as Trey alluded to, we're finally getting some alternatives. Um, you know, he, he mentioned that we went all the way down to 0% rates. Well, uh, a lot of countries actually went to negative rates. And we've seen that the, the dollar value of negative yielding debt out there in the world has declined by 90% uh, 
um, just since December 2020. It reached a high of 18.4 trillion. And now we're at 1.7 trillion. Um, so the higher rates are really, really coming on uh, around the world. It's not just here. One interesting thing is that the tenure reached three and a half percent. That's the first time that's happened since April of 2011. And if you look back, there's some interesting pieces that you can see in this graph back in April 2011 compared to today. So really what stands out is oil, $108 a barrel back in 2011. Uh, you know, it seems like oil is really high right now. I know we're all feeling the pressure, but it's only, you know, basically 118, 120 now. So it hasn't made that big of a move since 2011, surprisingly enough. It, it was a long ride um, with, with a lot of ups and downs, but we're, we're kind of where we were Uh Interesting Bitcoin, $1. Now Bitcoin, of course, you know, 20 something thousand uh, roughly. So uh, biggest stock in the world, Exxon. Now it's Apple. A lot of things have changed uh, in the decade uh, since the 10 year reached three and a half percent. Yeah. And then Adam, uh, markets moving. Uh, talk about, give us an update on technicals. Uh, what are you seeing uh, with technicals right now? Absolutely. So, of course, we saw a lot of volatility in the markets uh, last week. And one thing that we like to look at on a weekly basis is moving day averages for the S&P 500. So on Wednesday, it was a unique trading day in which you already discussed this, Bobby, the Fed came out with their decision. Um, we also saw the markets go up with nine out of the 11 sectors being up as well. But we also saw the 20-day moving day average of the S&P fall under 4,000. So this is one of those important short-term uh, levels to look at. Now, from an intermediate term, it's going to be important moving forward to focus in on that 50-day moving day average. So the intermediate support is currently sitting at 3,630. The intermediate resistance level is at 3,850. So to kind of come back full circle, that 50-day moving day average, we definitely want to keep an eye on it as we find our footing in the markets. Yeah, thanks, Adam. And last week, with all the volatility, we sent out uh, an update on the market on Thursday. So if you would, if you haven't read it yet, go back with your emails uh, on Thursday, middle of the day, we sent out a market update. Uh, we think was very timely with some great information on what's happening in the market today, how it relates to history. So please go back and read that. But as always, uh, with the market showing more volatility, please call us, email us, come see us. Uh, we want to answer any of your questions. Have a great week. Thanks. Mm -hmm.